Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. The weekly wrap on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danka and Ryan Huang. We're going to take a look at a headline a lot of people have been talking about. Bus and train fares here in Singapore set to increase by up to 5 cents from December 26 due to rising energy prices. So the Public Transport Council announced this this week after its annual fare review exercise. Adult card fares will increase by 4 cents for journeys of up to 8.2 kilometres and 5 cents for journeys longer than 8.2 kilometres. And to help some families cope, a total of 600,000 public transport vouchers worth $30 each will be available for lower to lower middle income households from December 28th. How much can these vouchers help and can we expect another hike next year, making it a third straight year in a row? Well, on the line with me this morning is Walter Thesera, Associate Professor, Economics and Head, Master of Management, Urban Transportation Program at Singapore University of Social Sciences. Good Good morning, Prof. Hey, good morning. Hi. It's been a while and we're talking about bus fares now up 2.9%. So that's an increase of what, four to five cents for adults, depending on the distance traveled. So this makes it the second year in a row that we've got uh, fare hikes. Uh, I suppose it shouldn't come as a surprise. Have you personally heard any feedback regarding this move? Uh, you know, well, well, I haven't exactly gone out to survey the public, but, but I think, uh, you know, Obviously, nobody way, uh, nobody wants to pay higher prices. <laughs> but, yeah. You know, yeah, but the reality is that the, the cost of running the public transport system uh, has, has actually risen sharply over the last couple of years. And in the last year in particular, you know, we've had supply chain problems, energy price hikes, general inflation. And uh, the real problem is um, operators mm. have been paying for all of these costs already. And now the bill has actually come to the uh, public, right, to the commuter. And the question is, how do we pay for it? And the total increase was actually 13.5%, according to the fair formula. And the government is actually stepping in. The taxpayer is stepping in to fund most of that. Uh, the commuters are actually only asked to pay a portion of that, 2.9% of that. Uh, so in that context, I think um, nobody wants to pay more. But I think people who've looked at the whole context can see it could have been much worse if we didn't have the fiscal room for government and taxpayers to help fund the bulk of these cost increases. Mm, I think you bring up a very good point there. And when you consider timing as well, we've got a public now that's very much in form and has been looking at the inflation picture, the potential recession, the cost of energy. In terms of those who travel long distances anyway to work, does is this really going to affect them when you consider the distance travel? Uh, well, you know, first, I think the way it works again is uh, because most of the increase is being paid by government or taxpayers mm. and uh, taxes, you know, are largely paid by richer Singaporeans and more successful businesses. So when you look at the commuter side, it's 2.9%, it's 4 to 5 cents more per ride. But here, most of that is actually being paid by adult commuters mm. and they can afford this a bit better than children or senior citizens yeah. who are actually asked to pay much less than 4 or 5 cents per ride. So I think the way the cost is being shared is yes, if you uh, travel a lot, uh, you will be paying more, but it's kind of better to have those who are able to actually pay more. Those who cannot pay as much pay a lot less. Mm, because those guys, they have these uh, concession passes as well, so that should mitigate some factors. Prof, a total of 600,000 public transport vouchers worth $30 each will be made available to lower income households. This is from December 26 when the fares kick in, so I believe they get the vouchers from December 28th. I mean, 
I'm sure they tend to worry about fare hikes. It's normal, right? But how far will this aid go? I mean, $30, is it really going to make a huge difference? Right. So, so of course, there are, you know, there are a lot of vulnerable groups we're concerned about. Uh, but I think the way that uh, this has been structured is they've already been protected for the fair hike, mm. uh, even before you consider the $30 voucher. Uh, so if you're a student, senior citizen, you have this uh, work fair concession card, um, the concession fareholders, they will only see a one cent uh, price increase per oh, ride. Okay. You know, so over a month, that's going to be less than a dollar for these groups. And um, let's suppose, you know, you don't qualify for a concession card, but you take MRT bus all the time. Now, if that's the case, you could consider buying this adult monthly travel pass, $128, and that gives you unlimited travel on basic public transport. And there's actually no change in the price of that pass. So uh, this $30 voucher is for the remaining group of commuters mm. who don't qualify for concession of any type. They don't want to buy a monthly pass, and so you, you get this $30 if you, if you are lower income in that case. Um, but where does the $30 go? Well, uh, this is a price increase, remember, of maybe about 4 to $0.05 cents a ride if okay. you don't fall in these concession groups, right? So okay. one voucher pays for 600 rides. That's oh, okay. actually uh, nearly a year of travel. That's yeah. a fair point. That's a fair point. Prof, I'm trying my luck with this next point here, and let's see how this comes across. So this age-old problem or issue that salaries are not increasing in line with inflation. I mean, when you look at this picture with the whole energy situation that we're facing, what are your thoughts on it? Do you think it's a fair comment to make at this point? Yeah, you know, I, I think um, one of the reasons why we're so concerned this year about the high rate of inflation is that, you know, um, inflation various sources, you know, especially energy, food, and so on, it's running so high that it's actually beyond uh, the capability of, I think, employers to keep mm. up with it. So, you know, it's mm-hmm. not that employers are not raising wages this year, but the pace of wage increase uh, will be uh, likely to be a bit lower than the total rate of inflation this year. So, so people are actually really feeling the, the pinch from that. Um, but again, I think that's why it's so important that when you look at public transport, although the total increase in costs should have been 13.5%, uh, the way it's structured is only 2.9% of that yeah. is passed on to, to commuters. And uh, in fact, I think the, some projections are that the wage increase this year might be actually around that or maybe just a bit more than 2.9%. So if that happens, you know, if people are lucky enough to get that, then uh, that means the rise in public transport costs is about keeping pace of wages. It's mm. not uh, much worse necessarily. Thanks to a lot of intervention on other yes. parts. I am curious about this though, Professor. With regard to the sustainability front, I mean, this is the result of an energy crisis. Should the electric option help to solve some of these cost issues? Uh, well, today, um, you know, energy cost of public transport is actually a mix of electricity and diesel. Okay. Uh, electricity, obviously, bus, uh, you know, MRT and, and diesel is our buses mostly. Mm-hmm. And what we're going to be doing is uh, electrifying the bus fleet over the next uh, decade or so. And that will actually lower operating costs because electric buses, uh, they're more efficient than diesel buses. Um, but commuters also know yeah. uh, the prices of electricity, that's gone up tremendously mm-hmm. in recent months. And in Singapore, the main cost for electricity is actually natural gas. That's, uh, that's what fuels most of our electricity supply. 
and the price of natural gas has actually shot up in, in recent months globally. Uh, so first, we are going to convert the bus fleet to electric. That's more sustainable. That's going to save money, okay. especially if, you know, bus, uh, battery buses get cheaper. But we should still expect that the cost of running those buses will change when global energy prices change. There's no way getting around that. So very hard to actually look at the point of, you know, are we moving fast enough in applying these because it's a bit difficult to gauge. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, we, I think we're moving as fast as we can. Okay, okay. Uh, but, but the reality is because the buses are expensive now, electric buses are expensive, we, we don't want to rush it and get yeah. rid of perfectly good diesel buses, you know, too early. Yeah, okay, fair point, fair point. So I'm trying to be funny with this next one. With regard to the private hire cars, your grabs and whatnot, should we expect some kind of fair increase as well? I mean, we're already going through one. They've cited reasons like petrol costs, fuel costs, uh, as well as a lack of drivers. Could it get worse for them? Well, you know, first, I, I think I want to point out the Public Transport Council doesn't control the price of mm. a taxi and private mm-hmm. hire cars. Uh, they're actually free to set the, the prices they think makes sense given market forces. Okay. Uh, what they have to do is, you know, if you're a taxi operator, you have to notify the Public Transport Council if you want to change fares, but the PTC doesn't tell them what uh, price level to set, which is quite different ah. from, uh, uh, you know, buses and MRT. And um, if you take a bit of a, you know, a look back historically, um, actually we see no direct relationship between oh. fare adjustments for public transport and fare changes for taxi and private hire. Okay. And, and that's because, you know, every year, public transport fares will be adjusted like clockwork according to the fare formula. Uh, but for private hire cars and taxis, it's up to the operators to get changed whenever the operators feel the market requires a change and there's no fixed schedule. Uh, and this year, we've already seen some price hikes earlier in the year because yeah. of the high price of petrol and diesel. But in the past, we've also seen many years pass without any changes if the operators feel there's no market reason to change prices. Uh, so, you know, over the very long run, everything goes up in price. Mm. Uh, that, that's just inflation. But there's actually no coordination between public transport uh, hikes and uh, taxi and private hire hikes. There's, just, there's no official coordination. That's a very yeah. important perspective there. And, then, and on that, I mean, there is a possibility of another hike next year when, because you mentioned that as far as the public transport is concerned, because you mentioned that they will be monitoring the situation. Talk of a recession, could these contribute as well? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, um, so, so again, the, the way that public transport fares are computed in Singapore is that uh, we observe what happens to prices and costs. And after we see what has changed in prices and costs, then we assess the fare formula. So it's kind of lagging. Uh, that means that all of the uh, price changes and shocks we're seeing this year from hyperinflation, from energy prices and so on, that is not even incorporated in this year's price hike. Uh, that will actually okay. happen for next year. Okay. Uh, it will also depend on what the Public Transport Council does for in terms of the fare formula, which is being reassessed. It's a once in every five year reassessment. Uh, but, but I think um, when you look at what the PTC has done this year, when you look at how careful they've been to try to avoid burdening consumers at the time of very uh, you know, great economic difficulty, my sense is next year, if we continue with difficulties in the economy, it will be likely that, um, you know, that not all of the price hike will be will be passed on to the public. I, I do think it's likely that as long as we have fiscal headroom, uh, government will continue to try to absorb a lot of the price hike and only pass on uh, a smaller component to the public. But, you know, again, it's too early to tell right now. Let's yeah. see what, what happens next year.
Well, thank you so much for your perspective this morning. Been speaking with Walter Thesera, who is Associate Professor, Economics and Headmaster, Management, Urban Transportation Program at Singapore University of Social Sciences. Prof, I truly appreciate your time this morning. Take care and have a great day. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.